Okay. You're listening to Queer Travel Chat by Two Bad Tourists. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Queer Travel Chat. I am your host, Austin, and joined with me every week is David. This is episode five. We are super excited. Yeah, we're going How on exciting. three, four weeks uh, on Queer Travel Chat here on Colin. This week, we are really excited to talk about White Party Global and White Party Palm Springs because it is returning to the desert, um, if you're familiar with the event. Um, in a few minutes here, we're going to be speaking with Chris Diamond. Yeah, Chris uh, Diamond is the executive producer of White Party Global, and he's going to talk to us about um, the White Party returning to Palm Springs and how it all got started. So we're really excited to, to talk to him about this. Um, before we invite him to join us, the question um, of the day. Well, let's talk about our our circuit party resume, let's if do. you will. <laughs> so, our our first, uh, I, I think, the first circuit style party we ever went to was actually on an Atlantis Gay cruise in 2010. Right? That was for our honeymoon. Yeah, that was. I was going to check with you. Right? That was our honeymoon. Whose yeah. idea was it to have a Atlantis cruise for a honeymoon. I think that was mine. <laughs> that makes but sense. I mean, we had a really good time. And I think I was 20, I was 25. You must have been like 21. Yeah, that was, yeah, more or less. And that was kind of our intro into sort of, yeah, electronic dance music. No, we were 20, I was 23. You were 23. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I was maybe 26, 27. So that was our first cruise. That was um, our first gay cruise. And that was, you know, the first time we're kind of exposed to that even circuit-like mm-hmm. parties. Right. Uh, and all those theme parties. And then I would say we kind of, um, we didn't really do many more uh, parties of that type uh, in the U.S. And it wasn't until we moved to Spain in Madrid in 2013 mm-hmm. that we got acquainted with uh, We Party here, which is the, the big party promoter in, in Madrid. And they do like sort of a monthly um, a circuit style party. And then they have like longer festivals during New Year's and, and Pride. Um, yeah, we especially their their Pride parties and their Christmas theme parties we've gone to and one of our right. favorites in, in Madrid. Um, you've also been to Circuit Festival in Barcelona, right? I did that in 2016. We did Little Mons Cruise in 2017. I did One Magical Weekend in 2018, <laughs> Purple Party Dallas 2019, and Winter Party 2019 also. But I've never done White Party. So I'm actually really excited to to talk to Chris um, and just learn a little bit more about um, one of the most famous circuit parties, not only in the U.S., but in the world. Um, there's a lot of history that um, is behind uh, the the event itself. And I know they're doing a lot more um, than just the Palm Springs events. Well, looking at our resume, then, that begs the question, are we circuit queens? What do you think? <laughs> I think we enjoy a good party. Um, maybe maybe circuit queen light i think circuit queen light yeah we'll, but we we'll, definitely like a good party yeah we'll get, we'll get <laughs> here. so chris if you want to go ahead and uh unmute yourself we can um go ahead and get uh your thoughts and, and kind of jump into the the interview um oop, i think we lost chris, we can invite him to speak so again. we're just going to invite you back to speak so we invited you to speak you can accept that okay i think we can and just there's this one little red button that says live that's it Okay. Well, we hear you now, and you're. Uh, so we'll go ahead and just get yeah. started this way. Let's um, roll with this. Yeah, okay. Thank go. you so much, Chris, for for joining <laughs> us for working with our technical difficulties. We appreciate it. So oh, first, um, Chris, just would you be able to tell us just a little bit about yourself, kind of what you do in your background, and and really just what you know what White Party Global is, um, particularly for anyone who might not be too familiar with the event. 
Well, the first thing I like to say is I definitely think you're both circuit queens. <laughs> <laughs> we passed your test. Yeah, so yeah. Not, I not think you guys have definitely life. been to more than I've been to. So. Well, we're going to stay with circuit queen white. <laughs> Until we go to the white party Palm Springs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that will be our crowning there. moment. Okay, so now what was the question again? One more time. Just yeah, tell us a little bit about yourself. So, I mean, how long have you been working in this field with White Party Global, um, and sort of, you know, what do you do with the the event itself? Well, to be honest with you guys, I've been going probably over twenty five years of the thirty two years that it's been around. Mm-hmm. But in the early years, I was really just going as a friend and party goer, like you guys. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, just having a great time. Um, I remember as I was a kid, it was one of the most exciting events to go to. You showed up, there was searchlights, like, oh my God, this is so cool. You know, it was amazing. Um, you met lots of people that some of them have been relationships for life, you know, friendships that you met. Mm-hmm. Um, then probably in the last 10 years, I started working with Jeff, but it, I worked with him mainly because we were close friends. And I would go to the meetings and do licensing and things like that with him and permit process. And then I ran all the bars, which, of course, was the important thing, in my opinion. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So, uh, so just, uh, to, just to clarify, you're talking about uh, Jeff Sanker, right? So he's the founder. I'm talking about Jeff Sanker. Yeah, sorry. And no, no problem. I guess just to share a little history about myself, I have a big catering company called Crumble Catering and uh, we do Hollywood movie premieres and corporate events. We do Elton John's Oscar party, which is a H, uh, AIDS for his AIDS foundation. We've been doing it for 18 years now. So I do a lot of big events. I do food and beverage and alcohol as mm-hmm. well. So I put on events. So that was kind of like the history of my life. And then along the other lines, I like to have fun. So I would go to these parties. You know, obviously Jeffrey was my friend for so many years. So I always went to his party. Is that how you got started working in it? Because yeah, you, with Jeff, because of that. Okay. Okay. Could you give us a little bit more then of a, of a history lesson about the, the White Party Palm Springs and, and yes. how it all got started and, and uh, Jeffrey Sinker as well? So the very first party was in 1979, and it was at the Marquis Villas. And Jeffrey decided he just wanted to have invite his 500 closest friends out for a fun <laughs> party in the desert. That's really only, 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 <laughs> only, right. I mean, this is, he used to tell me the story. It was so funny. We talked about it so many times and they, all he wanted to do was have a fun weekend out there. And that's what it was all about. And 32 years later, now it attracts probably, you know, 20 to 30,000 people to the desert over a single weekend, obviously not just to the party, but you know, sure. it just brings a lot of people in the town. It's incredible. Well, and that's a really interesting, uh, it's a good segue to talk about Palm Springs itself. So, I mean, if, if the party started in 79, I mean, what was Palm Springs like in the 80s? Because obviously now Palm Springs is like a gay oasis. And, and depending on what stat you look at, it's like by percentage, it has one of the most highest percentage of LGBT couples, I think, in Palm Springs. So, I mean, how has Palm Springs changed since then? Exactly. I mean, why, in the early years, something I forgot to mention is, in the first 10 to 15 years, White Party had a lot of opposition. Jeffrey had to go behind the, you know, in front of the city council, Jeffrey Sanker. Um, mm-hmm. And there was always somebody against the event. He had to constantly fight to have the event. Even in the early years, there was some picketing of the event uh, in the very early years. I think what White Party has done is it's helped transform the city of Palm Springs that really wasn't known as the LGBTQ 
city to probably one of the most inclusive and welcoming LGBTQ cities in the nation now. Yeah, incredible. That's really that's really great. How so? I mean, if I'm if I'm not mistaken, the past two years you guys have not had been able to have the party because of the pandemic. Is that right? Correct. That's okay. correct. And, and we've and had so postponing how, and postponing and postponing. Right. And just, you know, obviously, yeah. helping. I mean, Jeffrey wanted to have it, but then we would talk and we say, "No, nah, can't do it yet." It's still right. We're in the COVID thing. Yeah. So let's throw out those dates real quick. So it's April 29th to May 1st this year. Yes. Well, congratulations and welcome back. Yeah, that's exciting. <laughs> Thank After you. Two We're long excited. years, and I'm sure. I mean, your your loyal fans and followers and, and partygoers, I'm sure, are super excited to be back out there. Because um, I'm sure you must get not only just the, um, you know, like sort of local driving people, but people from all over the U.S. and probably even different parts of the world attend. I've had more people contact me to say they're so happy that this event's returning and going and coming back. Uh, even like local people have said, oh, you have to have this party. It's just, you know, it's gone on for so long. Yeah, I mean, it's it's one of the most famous and well-known. Well, uh, on yeah. that regard, I know there's a, there are a number of circuit parties around, I would say probably the U.S. and even in Europe, that probably got their start, like in the 80s and 90s. I mean, how does white party sort of stand out from some of these other longer-running uh, events? Well, though I don't think white party was the very first circuit party i think white party was one of the first circuit parties i think thanks to jeffrey sanker i think he was probably one of the first people to have his party it became popularized mm-hmm. yeah um, i think it's always been a party where some of the greatest new talent has performed and then you know several of those talent people have become major stars lady gaga ariana grande or a couple of them um, it also has many of the best DJs and I think, you know, due to Jeffrey, I think that's why the party became such an important party and well-known. How has Jeffrey Sinker's passing affected the party and white party global? Well, I think it further cemented the importance of his legacy to the LGBTQ community. And we continue to carry um, you know, we want to continue to carry this cultural phenomenon. I think, you know, we're all really saddened by his uh, passing. Um, a lot of the people that have been putting on the party for years are involved this year. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, we think about him all the time. He's definitely with us as we do this. Yeah. He yeah. started something amazing. Well, and condolences to, to you guys and your friends and his family for, for his loss. It's definitely a big loss for the community. Um, how I'm curious how does the white white party and white party global sort of support the the community in addition to to just like the event itself? Are there any sorts of things or activities you've done over the years? Yeah, over the years, Jeffrey has cons- did lots of donations to the Desert AIDS Project, and that is something that he did almost every year. Um, I think one of the new things that we plan on, hopefully. Um, you know, hopefully once we pull off the event and everything, one of the things that we want to do is we're going to kind of uh, help uh, make donations to the LGBTQ center in the desert. Mm-hmm. Right. That's awesome. I'm and not I think, sure. I think. Also, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. No, no. I was going to say also over the years, it certainly has supported a lot of the gay businesses, but all, all the other businesses in the city as well. So if somebody has never been to a circuit party before, uh, what could they expect from White Party Palm Springs? Um, 
Well, the first thing I would say is it's probably one of the most welcoming and safe events you can ever go to if you're LGBTQ. It's an amazing weekend of music, entertainment, where, as I said before, you can make new life-lasting friendships. Um, You definitely will feel a sense of uh, inclusion that I think, you know, is untouched there. Um, And hopefully we're going to have some new great talent that is up and coming for people to see. And we have great DJs from all around the world this year. Yeah. So you name dropped a little bit, um, Ariana Grande, Lady Gaga. Um, I think maybe Megan Trainer. I read was Megan Trainer going to do it until, um, we had, uh, the pandemic. Oh, uh, okay. So she because of that. All right. Any other, um, big names that we'll recognize? Well, over the years, we've had Mary J. Blythe, Jennifer Lopez, we've had Uh-oh. Tony Braxton, Kylie Minogue. I mean, the list goes like Kesha. There's yeah, just about everyone. All the like gay, <laughs> all the, like, gay divas. Check, check, check. Exactly. Wow. That's incredible. That's great that they come out because, you know, the gay community obviously loves these girls. Yeah. So. I'm actually we're curious. We're with a couple new ones, but I can't say anything at this point. But. <laughs> Yeah, no we'll, we'll keep the hopefully secret. this year. So we'll see. <laughs> I'm curious to to kind of pick your brain a little bit on the history more, um, not just yeah, of course, of white party, but also like sort of this trend in starting you know these circuit parties, which I guess kind of got kicked off in the '80s. And I mean, it's great that we're here in the year 2022. I guess you know, and 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 in recent years, you know, we would all go to these parties and just dance and have a great time. But you know, we take for granted the fact that in the midst of all of these parties starting, you know, we had the HIV and AIDS crisis and epidemic. And I think a lot of them were actually started as, as fundraisers. Do you know much about the history of those different events and, um, and how that kind of all came together? Mm, that's probably not my area of expertise, but I know I've been to a lot of fundraisers over the years for HIV and fundraising. I mean, I think that's true. I mean, it's always great if you can bring together a big group of people and help you know, raise money for these things that affect all of us. Um, you know, it's, it's very, very important. Um, um, and, and what, regarding the, the current pandemic, I mean, how hard was it to, to get this event going this year for 2022? Were there a lot of challenges still to overcome? Wait, say that one more time. I cut out. Just con- sorry. Considering the the COVID pandemic right now, how how difficult was it to get this event going again for 2022? Were there well, still a lot of challenges? You know, we planned on it, and it's kind of interesting. I mean, I was so nervous about it until now. Yeah. I met with the city. We already sat in front of the council already. We've already had meetings, and I think it, we, everybody seems to feel that we're turning a corner on the COVID pandemic. Hopefully, <laughs> yeah. I mean. There's a lot of excitement. I think people want to get on and move on with their lives. So from everything we can tell, I mean, being the Coachella is going forward and all these things, yes, it's an outdoor event, but, you know, still a lot of people and, you know, people just seem to be very excited. We're in hopes that we can move on and keep going. Um, you know, of course, we're going to follow whatever the local and state guidelines are for to keep people healthy and safe and whatever we need to do, we will do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're hoping, uh, <laughs> I mean, we keep hoping that we're, it's behind us, but it never really is. And we've yeah, had a lot of events. A little bit, yeah. Yeah. Well, so you guys, I mean, you... You've introduced yourself, right? Introduced you as, as Chris Diamond from White Party Global. What what exactly is White Party Global beyond just um, Palm Springs? 
White Party Global was something that we were talking about before Jeffrey passed away. We were we had had conversations about sort of changing the name and the uh, changing the brand a little bit because over the last, I guess it was like maybe seven years ago. It's kind of funny story. Um, I have always been coming to Puerto Vallarta for thirty years, and I had told. Uh-oh. Oops, sorry. Um, that's all right. You just cut out. Sorry. Um, I, over the last, uh, it was the, uh, let's see, it was about seven years ago. I said something about to Jeff. I said, Hey, have you been down to Puerto Vallarta recently? I was like, it's really amazing. And I said, you know, my friend has like five of the bars here, blah, blah, blah. And he came down and spent a weekend here and fell in love with the place. And then I introduced him and then white party sort of began, I think it was six years ago now. We had the very first white party in Puerto Vallarta. And so over the last couple of years, we started talking about maybe changing the brand name to White Party Global. And then, you know, we could do a white party Palm Springs and expand just beyond, you know, out beyond Palm Springs into other markets and various cities if we wanted to around the world. That was the idea. Okay. Yeah, that it's, makes sense. And I think, am I right that you guys have done a white party in Bangkok and maybe some other cities before? Yeah, Jeffrey Jeffrey did that in conjunction with somebody else over there. I okay, don't know like if that was still running. Yeah, it was sort of like co-produced with other people. Co-pro- yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's, um, I can't remember the name that uh, the party producer in. in I think uh, they still do it. I think they still do it, but I don't think yeah, it was something that Jeffrey right. stayed apart. Well, is Pretty White far. Party Puerto Vallarta still happening? Is that going to return? Yes, yes, that happened this new year's we had we're we're constantly i don't i guess this would bring to the point jeffrey invested in a club down here called industry um and he was partners with uh, javier jimenez and we uh as after jeffrey passed i actually ended up taking over had by bought his share of the the thing so white party and javier is also part of white party so we kind of use the club as well and we do a lot of our white party events at industry and uh, we market them together okay so could you on that note tell us a little bit more than about industry so is it um like a a, also like a weekend club in puerto vallarta it's literally a brand new club that opened about three years ago um it was built from the ground up it was sort of jeffrey and javier's dream to do this club and I wish Jeffrey could see it today because I, it quickly in the three years that it's been around, it seems to be known all over the world. It's really amazing. become amazing place to go. And all the DJs want to play in it. It has an amazing state-of-the-art sound system, video, lighting, everything. It can hold about 650 people, 700 people. Yeah, I can it's actually vouch for that. So even though I haven't been to White Party Palm Springs, I actually have been to industry. And I think it was in 2019, <laughs> yeah. like... I think it was right after you guys had opened, and yeah, no, it was really, really cool. Does it live up to the reputation? And, that and ironically, I'm flying to Puerto Vallarta tomorrow, so I might, maybe I'll check it out <laughs> if you open this weekend. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we will be. Actually, we have DJ Sodu um, from Colombia. He's perform. He's DJing on Saturday, the 12th. It's kind of a Valentine's weekend, love and Wonderland oh, or something. Awesome. There for that. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm there yeah. until I'm there until. So you'll have to go check that out. Yeah. And, oh, I'm and sure we'll also check it out. And if you're around the next weekend, it's President's Day, which is going to be a great weekend. We have amazing DJs: GSB, Ben Baxson, 
uh, Oral Sabag, three really amazing DJs on President's Day weekend, starting Friday, I think it's the 18th. So is it, it's not just special events though, right? I mean, is it open the typical Friday, Saturday? Anybody can go. Yeah. I mean, the, the dance club is usually open Thursday through Sunday. Sunday just depends on if it's a, you know, relatively busy in the town. Okay. That makes sense. Well, talking about Puerto Vallarta, what, so what, what was it about the city that you just really loved and thought was such a great opportunity to, to bring, sort of the the white party brand there via industry what what do you, what would you say to people I think my first time here I was 19 and it, it's amazing this this town is growing like crazy and becoming such a gay mecca but it's this amazing town in Mexico that you can come or city that you can come and feel safe and accepted I mean the Mexican <laughs> people are could not be friendly and more accepting of the gay culture and there are so many different bars from drag queens to regular bars to dance club. It, it's amazing. It's just a great place, really great restaurants. It's on the beach. The weather for the most part is great. Summer's a little humid and hot, but other than that, I think it's like a, become a really big gay destination in the last 10 to 15 years. I'm sold. Yeah. Well, it's funny because we mentioned our first, Atlantis cruise back in 2010 and that was kind of our first circuit experience uh Puerto Vallarta was one of the was one of the stops on that um I was actually about to say David's never been to Puerto Vallarta but you have for a cruise stop well I don't know if that counts (laughs) yeah on a cruise stop (laughs) well for a day Uh, you were there (laughs) if I remember it (laughs) this will be my third trip I, I love it I think um, most people you mentioned Puerto Vallarta like, oh my god, we love it there. It's so yeah, fun. <laughs> it is. It's it's sort of like for for us because we're based in Madrid here near Barcelona, is a town called Sitges. It's not as big oh, as Puerto Vallarta. I've been there. Yeah, it's equally as gay and fun and just sort of open, and Completely. you just walk around and it feels like the gays just take over the city. It's great. Um, so that's probably. I was going to say that somewhere was my favorite. Somewhere else was my favorite place to go. But I just re, you just reminded me of my whole experience there. It was amazing. I had so much fun there. Yeah, that's kind of, uh, you know, you've talked to us a lot about um, the white party, but also we want to talk to you a little bit about your travel experience as well. So, yeah, sounds like you've been around a little bit. Yeah, do, do you have well, a friendly that, that was definitely before COVID. I mean, I haven't gone anywhere in a while. I don't think, you know, we really could go many places. Um, but... I would say that was definitely one of my get best gay experiences ever was in Sitges. Uh, I mean, it was so fun going to the clubs there. And I think it's like packed at like 3.30 in the morning. It's like, you know, 11 a.m. Mm-hmm. And everything there is quite quite small, but, but yeah, I mean, it, it definitely fills up um, in the, yeah, from maybe like June through September is really, really popular. It's definitely one of our Bangkok and Phuket. That was they were also really fun. I mean, very accepted there in the culture of the gay lifestyle. And certainly a place you can go and not spend a lot of money and have a blast. For sure. Yeah, I was actually just googling while we were chatting, and I think the name of the organization you guys partnered with probably was G Circuit, maybe. What, or what? Why pretty Bangkok? Or no, produced by Cloud. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. Okay. Yeah. So, anyways, that's cool. Um, have you traveled internationally for for other events? Mm, not really. I actually have done more U.S. events, to be totally honest. Because when this goes back, this was more Jeffrey was the one that was traveling, but I am going to travel. 
this year I'm planning as long as it goes on. It seems like the Excelsior and Mykonos, I've always wanted to go to that. Um, I'm hoping that if that really is able to happen this year, I will go to that. Yeah, I think I stumbled into that party when we were in Mykonos <laughs> maybe how, 10 years ago. I'm so jealous. I yeah, to go to but this was before I even knew what Excelsior was, and I just, just <laughs> somehow heard about this party going on, and I somehow weaseled my way in there. But it was a good time. Yeah, it's, it's the I mean, yeah, Mykonos itself, the the islands, beautiful. All the Greek islands are are great, so I'm sure you'll have a great time. So hopefully that works out that trip. What's the the most recent place you visited? Puerto Vallarta, because that's all I can go. <laughs> I mean, really, you couldn't go anywhere but Mexico. And I yeah. also think that the COVID pandemic really is responsible also for making Puerto Vallarta so popular because it was yeah. the only place anybody could go. Right, right. And people wanted to get away. And I just, you know, during the time, the the rules here were much more lenient mm-hmm. and people could come here. Yeah, there have, you know, this has been a, a horrible couple years, but, you know, there's small, I think, good things that happen. And if, for example, Puerto Vallarta is a more popular destination, that's fantastic. Yeah. Chris, I'm going to try and see if I can invite you and bump you up to be a speaker. So if you see a notification, maybe just try to accept it. So I'm going to invite you to speak. Hey. Let's see. Well, just in case, if you can accept it, just in case any live listeners want to yeah. want to. um Ask any questions. Nothing's coming over. Nothing come up. Okay, that's no, right. Sorry, guys. If anyone, any live listeners um, are, are trying to... Uh, well, actually, I think if anyone does want to ask a question, I think you actually can join the caller queue, and I think we can just push Chris back down into listeners for a minute. So if there is anyone who wants to ask us or Chris a question, um, feel free to join the caller queue, and we'll, we'll try to sort it out, the, the technical part. Okay, Chris, is there any uh, question or um, information you want to share with us that we haven't asked you yet? Yeah, hurry up and get your white party tickets for White Party Palm Springs before you show up. <laughs> right. Can you tell us the dates again? Uh, yeah, April 29th, April 30th, and May 1st. And people can find the tickets online at white, whitepartyglobal.com. Yeah, whitepartyglobal.com. Okay, perfect. Um, and our last question for you is, um, where are you traveling to next? Besides Puerto Rico. Well, <laughs> I, I think it's going to be Mykonos, Greece, hopefully. Okay, are you thinking um, this summer? Yeah, in August. That party's August. happening. Yeah. So, so far, that party yeah. seems to be happening. I think so. they've tried to actually have it both years in the pandemic and then had to, I know they canceled it canceled one it. and maybe even two, right? Yeah, unfortunately. Yeah. But I know it's scheduled for this year, so hopefully I'm going to get to go do that. Yeah, that sounds like a perfect way to to celebrate the summer. Awesome. Well, Chris, thank you so much for for joining us. We're gonna do some more words and wrap ups. You're you're welcome to to stay on and listen, but if you need to disconnect, feel free. Um, so yeah, but just thanks for joining. It was really cool to chat with you about Y Party, a little bit about the history, and, and yeah, guys, don't forget to get your tickets. Thanks so much for having me. Thank you, Chris. We appreciate it. Okay. Oh, put you on mute. Sure. So, guys, just remember, if you like the show, please subscribe to our show on Colin um, and feel free to engage with us. Um, leave us a comment and you can always follow us on all the social medias. We are always at Too Bad Tourists. Um, 
And I'm going to turn it over to David to give us a little bit of a sneak peek on what our episode is for next week. Could it next week be more perfect and more convenient? <laughs> the the you know, perfect segue. It, it is, really. It is, I don't know how the stars aligned yeah. uh, because you will be going to Puerto Vallarta uh, tomorrow, right? Yeah, so I'm flying to Puerto Vallarta from Madrid via San Francisco. So it's going to be a very, very long travel. There's not a super direct way to get there, but, but it's and, worth it. I love it. And, and as Chris uh, has mentioned already, that it's it's a fantastic LGBT-friendly destination. And our good friend and entrepreneur, Jet, is going to talk to us about uh, some of the businesses uh, and companies that he runs there. He runs Jet's private boat tours, Jet's naked beach tours, and Jet's gay youth hostels. So uh, we're excited to to talk to him about all those. Yeah. So, Chris, if you don't know Jet, you should definitely connect <laughs> with him. He's bringing the gays in and doing lots of cool stuff uh, there in town. So that'll be next week. You'll be back for that episode. Yeah, so I'm actually coming back. Uh, I think I get back on Tuesday. We're actually going to move our episode to Wednesday next week. We generally record them on Tuesdays, but we'll do it on Wednesday. So that's what you uh, can expect and what we have in store. For do you want to mention um, also what we'll be doing in July? This yeah, summer, one let's more time. do a quick reminder. If you were listening on last week's call, um, you might have heard us mention the LGBT Music Festival, which is happening in Porto, Portugal. So we're official ambassadors for that. We're super excited. The dates of that are July 1st through 3rd. That's in Porto, Portugal, which is just north of Lisbon. Um, it's in Portugal because I just said that. <laughs> but which is a, a, a it's, it's actually one of my favorite uh, destinations in Europe, Portugal. Um, funny because when I first went there, I didn't love it, but it's really grown on me. And now oh I, God, it's, it's like the next place I would move uh, after Spain. So it's actually super cool because it's it's basically a queer music festival and they're having uh, a huge list, uh, a huge lineup of queer and, and allied artists from, uh, I don't even know how to say your name, Iggy Azalea, Todd Call, Mel C, uh, Drag Races, UK's, uh, Bimini Bamboulash, that, and many, many more. <laughs> David does it better than I do. So check it out at lgbtmusicfestival.com um, and you can sign up for early tickets. So if you need it in your summer plans, it pretty much set. So in yeah, April, white you've party got the in White April. Party Palm Springs. In July, you've got the LGBT yeah. Plus Music Festival in Porto. I mean, Maybe hit up CJS in the middle and then do Mykonos to round up your summer, It's a great right? summer. I mean, we've planned your summer for you. <laughs> Sounds great. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next week. Thank you, everyone. And Chris, uh, thanks so much. Thank you again, Chris. Until next week. Bye, everyone.